Hi there, and welcome to the Consumed Podcast, but a very special variant of the Consumed Podcast called Skip the Main, which, as I'm sure all of you ardent fans know, is the form of this show, uh, where we don't really talk about one particular video game, which would usually be the case, um, and because we haven't played anything of particular and relevant note, uh, we're just going to be discussing our week and what we've been up to and uh, all that sort of thing. Um, so I guess the big thing, as with last week, is that I'm still in America with my lovely wife Katie. Here she is. Hello, everyone. Hey. How Bit you doing? Uh, lighter, lighter course today. Absolutely. Which is good because I feel like the sun has done yeah. some damage to my brain. <laughs> yeah, me too, actually. I yeah, feel very groggy. It might be pretty low-key one today. <laughs> Um, we went out to. We current, do you mind us saying where we are, city-wise? Would you, we'll say the state. Yeah. We're in the state of Michigan, and uh, we're on one of the lakes, one of the great lakes of Michigan. Um, so over the last couple of days, we've uh, we've spent it on the beach, which is lovely. Although, as you've noticed on more than one occasion, something's happened to the water level, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's very weird. I mean, I've lived in the same town uh, my whole life, and this summer, for some reason, the water level around our city, which is like, you know, literally right up against, yeah, one of the Great Lakes, uh, the water level has just risen to a, such a dramatic level that it's like washing away people's docks and cabins and boats and all kinds of stuff. Um, and our, I think that our town is known as kind of a summery tourist resort because we've got all of these like really long, nicely maintained beaches and yeah. the beaches are now like a quarter of the size that they normally are. Yeah, we really had to hunt to find a decent to, place. To find any sand because it's like there's lots of like rocks and break walls that the city's putting up to try and stop to, try and stop the lake coming up onto the main highway that yeah, runs through yeah. our town so we did find a patch of sand though yeah so um i i never used to be much of a beach person as i was saying to you earlier i used to hate the heat yeah. um my I, I think might be linked to once and <laughs> seems a strange memory to share once um <laughs> my when i was out on the beach with my grandfather he uh he, when we, we got back home he said ben while you were out there laying on the beach, you reminded me of myself when all the, those around me used to call me Tubby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, oh, no. So, uh, that, yeah, um, I wonder whether that tarnished my relationships with the beaches somewhat, but also I was a very sort of insecure child anyway. Um, but now as an adult, and as someone who hates the heat as well, yeah. for some reason, in the last couple of years, I've quite liked the idea of just sitting on a beach with a book yeah, it was nice. And we uh, we did get lucky that this week was... It, we have had some, like, really hot and humid days this summer. But this week has been just a really nice temperature. Yeah, it's been... There's an, a nice cool breeze coming off the lake. Yeah. And the heat isn't overwhelming. It's really comfortable just to sit there. Yeah, I've, 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 we've done it a couple of times. But it does, for some reason, completely take out of you. Yeah, totally drained. Uh, yeah. Um, my, bre- my brain feels like a... Egg. Yeah. <laughs> <I> <laughs> just can, a cooked egg. I can feel it in my throat as well. I feel like scratchy and yeah, just like uh, dried out. Um, but we went swimming as well. 
which is lovely. And I've never, I love swimming, but and I do swim in the ocean. But as Brits will attest, um, it's not a particularly pleasant experience swimming in the British Ocean because it's very, 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 very cold. It's very dark and murky. Yeah. It's obviously very salty, as all ocean is, but it's just very unpleasant. Whereas a lake, you sort of get the best of both worlds. You get the, the natural element and the freshness of being out in nature, but there's no salt. No it's sharks. No sharks. It's re- or uh, yeah, really any other unsavory beast creatures. It was really clear. Um, so it's it's a joy. So you just we just... Um, played frisbee and stuff out there didn't we? it's something that i think that um other michiganders sort of we maybe take the lakes for granted well, yeah it well, is it's natural isn't it but yeah i mean i guess it, it is it is a really nice area especially like you know there's kind of the lake on one side of our town and then a bay that's partially protected by a little peninsula and especially in the bay like the water's pretty clean and yeah. warm and and really nice i i feel like We've gone to the beach a few times when I visit in the UK. Yeah. Every time we've went, it's been we've had to wear heavy coats mm-hmm. and uh, and it's been either very windy or rainy. Yeah, so yeah. I haven't had like a beachy beach. No, well, there are in the some. UK, there are some, yeah. and I think actually, as we speak, it's incredibly warm. Apparently, in, mm. in Britain, so it may be. I'm sure people have flocked to the beaches over yeah. this weekend, but. Um, it's, yeah. a, it's a good thing to do. I, I don't know. I know that sort of at the beginning of this whole time in history, like a lot of beaches were were having to close down, at least here in, in my you know very small hometown. It was enough that we could be far away from the next group of people yeah. and enjoy the fresh air and the sunshine without, um, you know, without having to worry about anything like that. So. Sure. Yeah. So it's a... Uh... It's a lovely thing to have been doing over the last week. Yeah. I'm really chill. But yes, exhausting for some reason as well. I would have thought it would have refreshed me, but it has just exhausted no, it just me. it sucks the life out of yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. um, what have we been doing apart from that? I suppose we've been watching some movies. Yeah, we had some films to catch up on because I think I prefer TV shows than a movie. Like, Ooh, I would not... Well, I just... Unless you were there, I would never just sit down and like watch, voluntarily watch a whole movie by myself. To probably. be fair, I rarely do that on my own. Also, these days, apart from that time, I just watched The Godfather for some reason. <laughs> Not like three hours long. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. It is. It does take a certain amount of like commitment Investment. to sit down, and I can just never find that sort of chunk of time. I'd rather just have something leisurely on in, in the, the background. background yeah. yeah. So there were a few um, movies that I'd kind of had just floating around in the backlog for a while i think last week we talked about jojo rabbit we watched and then we somehow got on a mary poppins themed kick i think that one of my friends had recommended that i watch the new mary poppins yeah, movie i mary mean poppins it's probably Returns. not new anymore when i think it's 20 last year yeah uh, yeah i think maybe last year or the year before i can't remember um with um with emily blunt, blunt. yeah who i enjoy so we watched that, and I think it was an enjoyable yeah. time. I think it was. I think it was enjoyable as well. Um, I think I was a bit mixed on it. I love Mary Poppins, the original. I'm always singing "Feed the Birds." Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I need. I need to watch. I think I need to watch the original because um, I, after we well after we watched the Mary Poppins Returns, 
we ended up watching Saving Mr. Banks, yeah. which I also don't know when that came out. Not That recently. was like 2013, I think. 2013? Yeah, maybe. Let me just check. Oh, I was going to say like in the last... Oh, no, it's not new. Four to I, five I years. reviewed it when I was on uh, Norwich Radio, I think. Oh, no. That's 2013, so... yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. My... my uh sense of passing time has not gotten better um yeah but we watched both of those and it made me i guess a want to rewatch the original mary poppins and b i'd be very interested to um look at the books because yeah. i had either forgotten that there were books that she was based on or not known it in the first place yeah no me too i i know next to nothing about the books as well um but as a teacher it might be useful it might be enjoyable to just read to the, yeah. the class i don't know if there are any values in there that are still worthwhile but um and i feel like seeing as my favorite work of literature is based on a magical british hmm. youth yeah that yeah i'm sure a magical british nanny would fit into my yeah interests did you out of the two which one did you prefer Hmm. I think. I think I preferred Saving Mr. Banks, but the Mary Poppins Returns was maybe more entertaining. Yeah, I know what you mean because um, Mary Poppins Returns, for those who don't know, is essentially a sequel to the film yeah, from the sixties with music. And... Yeah, so it and it really pays homage to every element yeah. of it, even like title cards like you'd see from the sixties. Most of the songs are callbacks in some way to some of the yeah. older ones, um, and and the and it's set in the future. So the children who were the sort of um, supplementary characters in the original are now adults. Um, but Mary Poppins is back to save the family again. I I liked it like I like I said. I think it's interesting. I thought Emily Blunt was lovely, mm-hmm. and she plays Mary Poppins in a in a far, a slightly sharper way more the, austere the, sort of the, way yeah the dad i thought was good too yeah so then you have ben wishaw as one of the children grown up yeah um who who, who was the sort of main protagonist and he, he was brilliant so i thought most of the performance was wonderful for me it was the songs just weren't clicking for me they just yeah i mean it's like they were seemed like they were catchy enough in the moment but then yeah. at the end of the movie i was like Forgotten i could not sing a single bar i don't remember any of the songs yeah or how they sounded. there was nothing of the majesty of feed the birds yeah. or even of the sort of whimsy of supercalifragilistic it was all sort of pastiche and, and not all that good um so i think for me that almost tarnished my overall opinion on it because yeah. I, I like like so i liked all the performances there was just something about the vibe which didn't quite click for me um but yeah i thought it was a, if it was an entertaining film yeah. um saving mr banks is more of a biopic mm. although it's not I think it takes some liberties with the yeah. truth and it involves the author P.L. Travers who, who wrote Mary Poppins being essentially convinced by Walt Disney himself to give over the rights to make the Mary Poppins film with the you know the film climaxing in, in the film being created. Um, yeah, I love that film. I, I think it's really lovely. I think Emma Thompson as P.L. Travers is a delight and obviously Tom Hanks as Walt Disney. Yeah. Also stunning. I think they're two national treasures at their best in that film and I think it's a really touching story the way it's told as i think i said to you before i think it slightly glazes and honeycoats <laughs> walt disney himself who's sort of an avuncular lovely uh productive member of society and not the sort of horrendous person that he and was known for being towards the end of his life but um 
Yeah, apart from... And made it to have, like, a Disney happy ending, yeah, which yeah. I don't know. <laughs> definitely. There's some definitely... There's <laughs> lots happened. of Walt Disney's uh, fairy dust on it. Yeah. But uh, a really enjoyable thing. Colin Farrell as P.L. Travers' dad as well, I think, is lovely. It's, um, it's, I'd really recommend it. If you like Mary Poppins, the film... And the concept of saving Mr. Max maybe didn't take you definitely. If you didn't see it in 2013. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, out of the two, I, would, I I think I prefer saving Mr. Banks as well. Yeah. Um, what else did we watch? Oh, we watched Frozen Two. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Which I also had missed out on. Well, I guess. Yeah. Or did that come out at the beginning of this year? I. Uh, it was I that was know. certainly much more recently, either the beginning of this year or last year. Yeah, which also um, entertaining. Got a bit dark. Yeah, it's much darker than the original. Um. Yeah, I don't really know how. I mean, it's it's a, yeah, direct sequel of Frozen One. Some more fairly catchy music. I don't know if it suffers from the same thing as Mary Poppins yeah, there's, Returns. There's, like the yeah. music was entertaining to listen to in the moment, and at the end, I was I could recall a few of them. Um. But not a, no bangers like Let It Go. What about Into the Woods? <laughs> that, that I mean, I will admit that we've been listening to that on, yeah. on repeat for the <laughs> last few tune. days. Um, that's in the middle of the movie. Kristoff yeah. kind of breaks into this everything that you wanted from an 80s power ballad. Yeah, boy band, yeah. Yeah. Classic. Very funny. That sequence is very funny. Although Christoph, I think, is regarded as one of the weaker elements of the film, because I think it's... Yeah, he doesn't have a huge reason to be there. Well, he sort of does at the beginning, doesn't he, when he's trying to propose, and then he sort of just drops off the whole rest of the film. Yeah. Um, There's, I think... I actually sort of want to watch a documentary about this. I think it's on Disney about the production of Frozen mm. Two because apparently it was quite late in the day where they started finalising the actual through lines of the narrative, mm. and it's sort of just done bits and bobs, and it was a bit of a cobbled together mess. Um, it seems like I know it. I know it's a children's movie, but it seems like they were trying to go for something slightly more edgy, yeah. slightly more different in tone, but they didn't really commit to it enough that I um, felt anything from it <laughs> I know I, yeah I think I know what you mean in that it really it really looks like it's going down yeah. some serious avenues that it then doesn't um, and you've got a sense like the, the central conceit which I won't go into with Elsa and the sounds that she's hearing no, never explained a, in a satisfactory way there's a lot of stuff a lot of stuff going on at the end that all yeah. had to be tied up and it <laughs> quickly. Just, but a lot of stuff just happens because it happens. And yeah. there's no, so you, uh, maybe it's because my, my perception of its colours slightly when I heard about the muddle production. Because when I actually watched it for the first time on my own, which I did, um, I actually I really enjoyed it. I thought yeah. it, I thought it was too dark. I didn't like the songs anywhere near as much as the original, apart from Into the Woods. Um, is it Lost in the Woods? Sorry, Lost in the Woods, yeah, yeah. You think Into the Unknown is the other Into the Unknown is the other one. That's it, I'm amalgamating. Yeah, I, I think it's good. I would definitely, if I was a father and had a five-year-old daughter, I think, you know, obviously they'd fallen in love with Frozen 1. I think I yeah. would maybe think twice yeah, about... Yeah, parts that were a few... few um yeah, a little challenging. Yeah. yeah, I think it, it's it's more it's a it's a, you know more PG than you. Mm. I would mm-hmm. I don't, can't remember what its rating is. Um, yeah, some quite haunting themes in there. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, th- I I enjoyed it a lot. Is that a, is that the only other movie we've seen? Maybe. Yeah, we've had a few other other sort of on our list. It it's seems TV like TV shows as well. Yeah, I feel like we've kind of been going through a backlog of like, I I don't know if this just it seems like 
a lot of movies will come out around similar themes all at the same time. Mm. We were also talking about watching, weren't there a few that came out about Winnie the Pooh? Yeah. Um, and then also the one about Fred, Mr. Rogers. Yes. Lovely Day in the Neighborhood. Yeah. Apparently so that's a very good film. Yeah. And I, ooh, ooh. Sorry, I almost <laughs> just <laughs> spilled water all over all of our high-tech no, all right. appliances. <laughs> Um, I loved Mr. Rogers when I was a kid. So it seems like there's, I don't know, if they're just playing yeah, into Yeah, there are like, always trends, aren't there, in yeah. Hollywood that, that people try to exploit, yeah. So let us know if you've seen any of those and would recommend them. Definitely, definitely. Um, all right, well, then for the final section before we go, let's talk about some of the games we've been playing then, mm. um, as this nominally is a gaming podcast. True. Um, Keep talking and nobody explodes. We've played a lot of, yeah. which I've thoroughly enjoyed. Do you want to explain what that is? I it's a game that I've had on my computer for a while. I think I played it. Mm, I think it was when we were visiting um, another city uh, in China when we were there, um, and a friend had it on his computer, and we all got together and played it. And then I think other teachers have been using it as like a actually it's like an english as a second language um, teaching aid because the game is that's a good idea you have on your screen um uh, a bomb looking type thing that you have to disarm and then the people who can't see your computer screen have a manual um that goes through what you have to do to disarm each section of this bomb. So it's like... It's so cool. Yeah, it's... I can read out some examples if you want, because I've got it open here. So, yeah, the bomb rendered fully in 3D. You can sort on the computer, if you're the computer person, you can, like, spin it around and manipulate all the different segments. They're called modules, the different things. So one of the modules might be just some wires. And so there's a whole page in the manual, which obviously the person on the computer can't read. So it's about conversation. Mm. So the person with the manual is looking... And there's a, a page called On the Subject of Wires. And then it's split up into different groups depending on the, if there are three, four, five, or six wires. And then there are rules like... like about the colour. Yeah, if there are no red wires, cut the second wire. Otherwise, if the last wire is white, cut the last wire. Otherwise, if there is more than one blue wire, cut the last blue wire. So you're, Otherwise, and, cut the last wire. And you're also timed. Like you, Most yeah. of the time, you only have five minutes to disarm this thing. And there could be three or four or five different sections... Yeah. outside of that that you have to talk through and those wires are probably far and away the, the like most one the simple one uh, yeah there are loads of like weird memory games sort of extended simon says sequences yeah. um the hardest one for me is there's another wire complicated wires they're called and they're about <laughs> i think they're about six intersecting <laughs> venn diagrams <laughs> And um, and depending on whether the wire is red, blue, has a star symbol on it or an LED next to it is turned on, you have to navigate these six mashed together Venn diagrams <laughs> to work out whether you need to cut it or sometimes you might have to check the serial number on the bomb to see whether you need to cut It's really complicated and especially when, you, like you say, you're on a time limit and they get progressively harder, it's pretty stressful but it's really, really fun. They- what? Go on. Oh, well, I was just going to say, it's sort of different difficulties for the people doing different jobs, like whether you're looking at the, at the screen and the bomb or the manual, because the person who's looking at the screen is trying to describe like what problem the 
manual reader has yeah. to solve and so then the manual reader is like flipping Skimming back through and it, forth yeah. through different pages meanwhile the person looking at the screen there's kind of atmospheric effects like there's an alarm clock going <laughs> off in the room and like the lights are flickering on and off so you can't see what even color the wires are yeah. um it's it's really fun and yeah i think this was for you know probably high school level students but who would use this as a way to practice communication because even though it's kind of sophisticated um, like terms yeah. and stuff a lot of it's just colors and questions or like positioning and... like this is next to this or around this or turn so i think there'd be a lot of useful english in there i've never I hadn't thought about that that's really cool i think that we found out in our relationship to each other playing through it uh i need to be the one with the bomb and the screen which surprises me a little bit <laughs> because if i would have said you're the stronger reader out of us both i think i'm a I read quickly, yeah. but I can't read and comprehend under pressure. <laughs> so it it'll it'll be if if we flip roles and Ben is trying to yeah, describe yeah. kind of what he's seeing, and I just am like, I don't know. I just start giving up and but shouting. But the, the other thing was, it's like that when we because we just fell into those roles. Eventually, it just makes sense to continue because you just get used to yeah. the. And now we have like shorthand. Yeah. Of. of how to solve things quickly because we kind of know what the questions are going to be and know what the other that's, person's going to be that's looking what i was going to say the most satisfying thing about it is that there's real feels like tangible progress yeah. so you get a lot better quite quickly it's really it really flexes your mind though i think it's really yeah. fun um, uh, yeah i really recommend it i had it sitting on my computer for like yeah so we've been talking long. about playing that for for ages, for ages didn't we? yeah so glad we got a chance to do that um do you know can it be played with more than two people or is it designed it can two? yeah I think that you can like parcel out. The yeah, different you, you sections. get like different parts of the manual. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's specific layouts for it, but I think when I played it with more people, each person said like, "Okay, if there's wires, like you're gonna be in charge of that. If yeah. there's this, you'll Makes be in sense. charge of that. Yeah. So you can kind of um, like parcel jigsaw it yeah. um, and bring some different things to that. Cool. Yeah, thoroughly, thoroughly recommend that one. Um, which is my catchphrase. We're only like halfway through the modules oh, right. there are I think well I don't know I don't even oh, there know. are certainly some in the manual we haven't touched yet yeah but and already it feels like we're approaching a difficulty of like hard enough that we've had to do some multiple times yeah but the, the, it's been impressive because there was a point where we, when we played it for the first day it got to the point where it's like I think this is our skill cap I can't see us getting yeah. faster than this but you do mm-hmm. and so and then you do it and it's like you've got a minute left how did we do it? and it just there's I think it's really satisfying that you can really like go beyond what you've think is possible with these things so i think um, that there's also it's slightly i don't know if open source is the right way to describe it but there's other there's people yeah i mean there's you know different places online where people have made their own module their own section for the bomb that you can like download cool um, officially through the game yeah i think i don't know there's like a link to it on the steam game where people kind of make their own make their own challenges for it and Sweet. add them to the game so. so we can do that once we've done yeah them all. like awesome. an expansion cool yeah it's a it's a good one um next thing i've got on the list is final fantasy 6 mm. um, which i've been playing some of in my spare moments here it's been a high octane trip well i've been playing final fantasy yeah 7. so did we speak did you speak about that last time i think i yeah because yeah, i mentioned that i bought the OG after yeah. we discussed so th- the remake. So I think it was that that inspired me. I wanted to play a JRPG, so I'd have Final Fantasy VI, but um, on Steam, and obviously I don't have my PS4 or anything here, um, 
I'm sure uh, those who are followers of Final Fantasy know that the Steam versions are rubbish, like really bad. They're the they're direct ports of the iOS versions of mm. these games, which are monstrosities. Like they're really horrible, less somehow less detailed, more smoothed over sprite work that looks sort of blobby and not very satisfying. Um, and the menus are all sort of blocky to, to accommodate the touchscreen. And then when it was put over to the Steam, nothing was changed. I think they even had, yeah. So it was the touchscreen menu, but just you didn't uh, have a touchscreen. So it's really like cumbersome and a rubbish um, patch. I'm um, sorry, a rubbish port. Um, so I modded it, and there are a group of modders who've created this sort of comprehensive new package which brings it as close to the original sort of SNES version as possible. It's called like, I think it's called A World Reborn, Final Fantasy VI, and you can patch that into the main file. Um, and it has to load lots of stuff up when you when you start it up. But then the, the sprites are slightly more defined, more pixelated, but clearly there. And you can see this pixel art. The, the backgrounds seem more detailed, and the menus all work better, and the colouring is what it was in the SNES game. And there are different versions of the patch you can get. So if you want to go, if you want to be really purist about it, I can't remember. I'm gonna. I don't even want to fluff his name because I can't remember it. But the the artist who does, you know, the artist who does all that original Final Fantasy artwork. So you see um, yeah. the ones of like the sort of very um, sort of ink based yeah. style with the elongated figures and feminine features. Um, so the original artwork for Final Fantasy. I wish I've got his art book. I can't remember his name. The original uh, design of Terra, who's the main character in Six. She sort of had brown hair and sort of different features and everyone's dressed slightly differently so you can get a patch to dress them all up like that um, to, to be more authentic to the art or the one I went for was because the version I'd played was the SNES version to, to sort of get it as close to that mm. as possible um, and the soundtrack's been redone it's really the, it sounded really yeah. good like the music yeah. when I was listening to it's it it's a really it's a comprehensive effort it really is something else um, I don't know how they make any money from it but it seems like a labour of love anyway it's now obviously a lot better, very playable, um, and it's just a really, really good game. I mean, it's it's the last sprite-based one before Final Fantasy VII, obviously. So I think for modern game players, it's sort of not one that often gets considered. But for those who are familiar with the whole series, that six is often cited as the best one. Mm-hmm. I think it came to America as three. It was renamed, and I, I played what is it. The same three that came out for Nintendo DS? No, that was the actual three that came ah, out for the DS. because okay, I liked that one. Yeah, so that's actual Final Fantasy three. But um, back in the day with the SNES... Do you say SNES or SNES? I can't remember in America. Um, well, you can do whatever you whatever, want. Whatever, whatever I want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think when Final Fantasy VI first came to America, it came over as Final Fantasy III. Mm-hmm. Um, three itself wasn't ported until later. Um, so there was some confusion over that, but um, anyway, it's it's very ambitious for a JRPG of that generation. There's like yeah. lots of like stories going on simultaneously, so you sort of jump between different people at different points in the story. It's not like you just got one party. I think they all come together at the end, um, but you know, I'm, I'm spending some time with Terror and. Uh, Bannon and they're trying to discover about the espers and at the same time Sabin's fallen off the raft and he's gone off on his own adventure and has found a disgraced knight who's castle has been or whatever so they're all happening at the same time which is really interesting um, combat system's pretty similar active time well actually I'm sure I think yeah so I think active time battle systems win since 
four maybe so it sort of perfected that it plays sort of not dissimilarly to how seven would seven plays just a bit faster um and the writing's really good it's a lovely story um goes to some pretty dark places um so yeah i'm really really enjoying it and it's good to have it finally looking like it should be looking um and i would thoroughly recommend it for those who maybe haven't if you if you haven't broached any of the sprite based ones I would say either do this, Final Fantasy VI on Steam with it modded, or maybe go to 4 on PSP. If you've got a PSP or PS Vita, there's an immaculate port of 4 with new sprite-based artwork. I think 4 was also ported to the DS in a similar style as 3 you were talking about with sort of the 3D polygons yeah. on the DS, which made me feel a bit sick. <laughs> um, but if you want like a sort of up something that's honouring the original sprites... Um, the PSP versions, it might be available on PS3 as well, of, of Final Fantasy IV are also lovely. Um, yeah, the only one that I'm, I need to get a decent copy of, I've now, well, if I finish six, the only one I need to finish is three, which I have got that same version as you've mm. got, but on PSP, which you like, you rate that one, don't you? That was cute. Is it? Did yeah. you finish it? Uh, I mean, if I did, it's been years, yeah. and I don't remember anything about it. I've got to get, I've never, I don't know if I ever did, though. I've never been able to get into it, but I've got it on my PSP ready to go. And then it would just be five, which the only version I've got five is the PS1 port, or maybe on my PSP. Um, it's very sluggish now. It's desperate for, you know, it really needs an upgrade, I think, of some kind. Mm. Um, so I'm hoping that'll come at some stage. Anyway, that's that. Um, anything else you want to discuss? It's been a pretty, pretty quiet week. I've been trying something new with my hair, which... This is nothing to do with video <laughs> games, but hey, it's been consuming me. Yeah. Uh, have you ever heard of the curly girl hair well, method? Yeah, only through you. So it's supposed to be like I my hair has like a very slight kind of natural wave with like a few curls here and there. But I think so, ever since high school and when hair straighteners were so big, like I would just either beat my hair into submission with heat to make it like pin straight um or we had to curl it in super tight tiny curled ringlets for like show choir or whatever so my hair's gone through a lot of damage and abuse so the curly girl hair method says no heat really not even like shampoo like you're just using conditioner to make it soft and treat it nicely and kind of let it do its own thing um and I'm, it does feel a lot stronger and a lot softer. Looks fuller. Yeah, I've been doing it for like, what, two or three weeks. And a lot of people say it'll take like months for yeah. your hair to rebuild the natural curl structures that it has. Um, I think it's good to just, it's always good to do less. <laughs> product. Yeah, less product and definitely less heat. Like, I know that's so bad for it. Um, so I'll, I'll see. Maybe in a few months <laughs> yeah. have to give everyone an update i'm definitely the opposite in that i shampoo my hair every day which oh, i know no, people no, 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 no. really say you shouldn't do so i've got to be fair actually i did take the chance in lockdown to to just do it a bit less so i now it's i've done it every well i, I rinse my hair so i didn't shampoo it but in lockdown i got it to about maybe once every three or four days mm-hmm. and yeah. it was fine um, yeah, I think with with this curly girl, they say well, they say that to get started, you have to do like a clarifying shampoo wash first to like get rid of all the buildup of whatever stuff you've got in your hair, and then 
if you have wavy hair, I think that you can either go no poo or low poo. Okay. <laughs> so you can use like a low sulfate, low um, silicone shampoo every couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, I'm, I think I'm washing it like once a week. And yeah. Thing is with... Just a lot. feels a lot better. Issue with blonde hair though is that when it looks, when it gets greasy, it looks very greasy. Yeah, I don't really have a problem with that because my hair is Darker dark. hair it hides it a little bit better. Um, but yeah, interesting. Well, you can let us know how you get on. Keep, keep yeah. you updated. Yeah. Um, there's just one thing I forgot to mention, um, gaming-wise. Um, you very kindly bought for me. Sly Cooper! Yeah. Because we talked about that last week, or whenever that yeah, was. Yeah, well, it was. So when we spoke about Ghost of Tsushima, I revealed that Sucker Punch were the guys right. behind... That's right, that's right. Sly Cooper, um, and you spoke so highly of them, I was like, they must be on PS4, surely. And I felt like a 3D platformer. I haven't played a 3D platformer for a little while. Um, but they're not. They're on PlayStation 3. They were remade for PlayStation mm. 3, and then they were made for Vita, like ported to the Vita. Um, so I have my Vita here, and but then I looked. It wasn't available in the UK, but it was in America. So we got it for 20 bucks or something, yeah. wasn't it? Quite reasonable for all three of the original games. Well... Well, and then, yeah, I've got a, actually I've got a contact place which about that. Yeah, so yeah, but but as was, and is sometimes the trend with this sort of thing. Two of the games come on the cartridge you get, and the third one, which actually I think is regarded as maybe the weakest of the three, I have to download. But the code that came in the box is expired about four years ago. <laughs> Um, so you were saying that it looks like I, I can contact PlayStation. Maybe they'll. Yeah, uh, that's what some of the people in the review. We um, didn't read the reviews. No. <laughs> like is. No, but it seems a little bit silly. Um, but from what I've played, I've only played maybe most of the first area of the first game, and it's lovely. It's really really fun. You can tell Sucker Punch's sort of commitment to lovely, um, sort of detailed animation and a mm. good sense of physics and. Um, movement is really satisfying, even though yeah. you know, this is a game on PlayStation Two um, originally. It's and it's an interesting sort of conceit for a 3D platformer to have that stealth element. Um, I was like, how are they going to do that? Stealth games are usually quite annoying, but no, it it sort of feeds in really nicely and it's not overwhelming. But most of the stages are made up of bits that you can sort of sneak around. Yeah, it's um, got some fun mechanics in it. Yeah, I think it's a really creative creative thing but I'm yeah I'm too early in to give any real final impressions but yeah thank you for that Katie and I'm uh, I'm really enjoying it so that is that um, and I suppose we could leave this skip the main there then yeah unless there's anything you've got to say I think that's it because it's time for us to go make some buffalo cauliflower wings that sounds good don't know how to um, I'll teach you okay so next time, I'm sure it will probably be back to the usual setup for a little bit at least, because mm-hmm. um, we're still waiting for Katie's visa. So I'm going to head back, but obviously I've got to be back in the UK with enough time to quarantine before I then go back into school. Um, so I've got to leave on Monday. So next time we record a podcast, we'll be back in our respective places. Whether we'll have a new game to talk about, I don't know. I can't think of anything that's being released this week that I'm particularly interested in yeah i guess let us know if there's other any other games you've been playing in quarantine new or old we kind of uh we are not bound by time here at the consume no especially when it's skip the main content but i mean if we're going to do a full episode on something we try to make them timely-ish games yeah yeah, yeah. so 
So I'm just saying that, yeah, next week may be another skip the main, mm-hmm. from what I can tell. It may actually be for a couple of weeks we do skip the mains on the yeah. fly. But we'll see, in, unless anything comes out that looks particularly interesting. Anyway, um, thank you very much for joining us. Um, feel free to check out our Facebook. Feel free, if you're not watching this on YouTube already, to check out our YouTube channel, because all of these things go up on YouTube, as well as our streams. We're beginning to put up on there. So my stream of Tomb Raider so far is all up there, as well as my Spider-Man. I thought we could eventually put your Harry Potter stuff up there as yeah, well. Yeah, I haven't streamed in months. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but maybe one day it'll go but up maybe. on there. I did like it. I just... We kept having... Like our power went out for oh, days Oh, actually, maybe we can't. Maybe we can't, because is it, was it more than two months ago you streamed? Probably. They might be gone. Yeah, well... Oh, okay. I'll start over. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, but keep an eye on the YouTube channel and the Twitter account. I've got now seven followers or six followers. Um, Still haven't tweeted anything. Or I haven't. I've, I've been tweeting quite a lot on there. All, so. The only thing I do on Twitter is tweet at VFS, government yeah. agencies about Visa. No, fair nonsense. enough. Whereas I just use it to tweet about <laughs> video games. Um, so go and follow us over at the Consume Pod. Um, yeah, and send us any questions in email or tweet or whatever form, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. All right. Have a lovely week, guys. Sorry this has been a bit of a groggy one. I can feel my throat going. Yeah, I might uh, have to take a nap before dinner. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll see you later. Bye. Bye.